الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى وصحبه اجمعين الجزء 17 covers perhaps one of the most quoted verses uh, in the Quran in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really um, explains the coming of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the purpose of his coming wa ma arsalnaka illa rahmatan lil alamin that oh my messenger we have sent you we have not sent you except as a mercy for for the alamin for the worlds and the scholars generally concluded that the Prophet was a mercy to men, regardless of race, religion, creed, and he was a mercy for the animals. So one of the kind of modern, great modern scholars, uh, Maulana Naimuddin Muradabadi, on his Hashi of Kanzul Iman writes, Regardless of men, jinn, Muslim and non-Muslim, they all take a portion of this mercy as described by Sayyidina Ibn Abbas. The Prophet is a mercy for the Muslims in this world and the hereafter. As for the non-Muslims, he is a mercy for them in this world as their punishment is deferred to the last day. The punishment of being swallowed up by the earth, their faces becoming deformed, and the punishment of being wiped out in totality have all been deferred in, in the hereafter. And this is, Allah SWT says in the Qur'an, um, That, oh my messenger, we're not going to send punishment upon them as long as you are with them. Imam Razi mentions that the Prophet ﷺ is a mercy for our worldly and religious affairs. Our religious affairs, why? Because religion had been corrupt, uh, previous scriptures had been distorted, and those people who wanted to go out and seek pure Abrahamic, uh, unadulterated, unadulterated, pure faith couldn't, couldn't find it. So the Prophet ﷺ came and brought, restored this pure monotheism. And how is he a mercy for our worldly affairs? Imam Razi writes, he ended all tribal warfare, which was widespread. He brought unity amongst the ranks of Arabs um, and, and non-Arabs. So the Prophet benefited us for, for in this dunya and, and in the hereafter. However, what's interesting is some of the narrations that have come in regards to the mercy of the Prophet ﷺ upon the non-Muslims. So a great example is Habar ibn Aswad who was a bitter enemy of the Prophet and he inflicted serious injury to the daughter of the Prophet Sayyidah Zainab as she was migrating to Medina Habar ibn Aswad physically abused her and the result to which she fell down from her camel and this caused her to, 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 to have a miscarriage and she was badly hurt so you can imagine how sad the Prophet ﷺ felt. However, we are told that Habbar, when, when the Fath Makkah takes place, Habbar comes forward and he f asks forgiveness fr from the Messenger ﷺ and the Prophet forgives him. Safwan ibn Umayyah, who is another great uh, enemy to the Prophet ﷺ, when the Makkah is conquered, he decides to go to Jeddah to catch a ship on, on, on sea and, and you know go as far as Yemen. And when the Prophet ﷺ told about this, the Prophet forgives him and sent, tells the people that go tell him that my protection um, is guaranteed and nothing is actually going to happen to him. And he comes. And obviously, perhaps the best is the people who drove him outside of Mecca. Um, who boycotted him and his family when he comes back into Mecca, the Prophet Ali Wasallam forgives them all um, and, and precedent uh, forgiveness and mercy. And this wasn't only restricted to humans, this also, this also animals took a share from this. So we're told of, a, of in, in, in the Musnad of Imam Ahmad, we're told of a camel who came and complained to the Messenger وسلم, and whilst the camel cried, the Prophet cried and the Prophet rubs the camel's ears to calm it down. 
and the prophet calls for the owner and then he reprimands the owner and, and says that the camel has been complaining that you starve him and you get him to do too much work. You know, be careful and don't do that. We're told that the prophet was going past a deer who was who was tied to a pole. Um, and the deer says to the messenger and converses and says that, Ya Rasulullah, I have children that I need to feed, but I promise I would return back if you were to free me. And the Prophet ﷺ frees her. She feeds her children and comes back. And when the people come and, and they say, Ya Rasulullah, we want to gift this deer to you, the messenger sets us free. And Imam Bayhaki mentions that the Prophet is the Imam Bayhaki mentions that Zayd ibn Arqam says that I swear that when that deer was free, it was proclaiming La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And and there's countless narrations of of how animals benefited from the mercy of the Prophet alaihi salatu So if this is how merciful our Prophet is. Imagine how merciful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And if our Lord and our Prophet are merciful, our book is merciful, then how merciful should the Ummah of the Prophet alayhi be? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to, to respect our elders, to show mercy um, to our youngsters, to, to show mercy on our neighbors uh, and everything else that comes in contact to us. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.